So the big question is this. How can runners like you, who aren't professional athletes or paid sponsored runners, avoid injury and increase athletic performance to enjoy running race events for the rest of your life without wasting money on trends or using dangerous painkiller drugs? That is the question. And on hashtag Run Pain Free Podcast, your host, sports biomechanics, athletic injury correction, and conditioning expert, Jessica Marie Rose Leggio, gives you the answers. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Run Pain Free Podcast. I am your host, Jessica Marie Rose Leggio, and this podcast is brought to you by the 2020 Run Pain Free Marathon Training Summit the virtual conference for runners and marathoners around the world. And the summit will be held from August 25th through August 27th. Go right now, marathontrainingsummit.com. Go get your all access pass so you have access to everything. It's well over 20 interviewees, all experts. And I want you to all really gain every single bit of information from the summit. Go get your ticket right now while I chat. This is a big, big, podcast today. This is the prelude to the interview presentation with Gray Cook. Gray Cook is the co-founder of Functional Movement Systems, which I am an expert in, functional movement, period. And this was, I think, the longest interview that we did. Might be the longest interview I think we did. And it was uh, very special for me, very special for me. So for those of you who've been under a rock and not listening to me, <laughs> um, Functional Movement Systems is the founding father of all functional training. It has been around for a very long time. And I was a part of the one of 25 trainers at Equinox here in New York City to roll out FMS for all of Equinox. And we went in through vigorous training for four months with um, a top trainer leader in our company with FMS. And then after that, I was then trained by Lee Burton, the other founder of FMS with Gray Cook. And I, was tra I trained with him for corrective functional movement level two. So that was way before it was even established to level two. That came out years later, but it was because we were training with Lee that that happened. And I was able to literally thank Lee face to face because amidst getting certified in functional movement and we were the pilot for Equinox and we were able to see if it worked on regular people because F functional movement was actually created for collegiate sports and professional sports. So they wanted to see if it worked on regular people at a gym like Equinox that had high level training trainers. So we were lucky enough, literally, I don't even really believe in luck, but we were lucky enough to be the chosen 25 of that, that Equinox location to get trained in it and use it on our clients to see if it worked, and it did, and then it became a rollout and standard for all of Equinoxes all over the city, and then obviously worldwide, because it's a worldwide chain. So after that even happened, and after I was already working for PT all at the same time, then I got hit by the truck. So... I was already this, and I was already functionally training, and I was already working in PT when I got hit by a truck, and never once thought that I had the skill set to fix myself. And that's why I was going through all the MRIs and had 51 MRIs to just get told they had no idea what to do with me and had no idea where my pain was coming from. And it was at the point of completely feeling deflated and defeated 
that my training partner was like, let's just see if what we do could figure this out. Cause I was in so much pain. I was walking around in Equinox with pain patches on, hiding it so that no one knew. I didn't want to be looked at differently or not be able to work. So something I hid. And within minutes we knew where my pain was coming from, was not where I was feeling it. And we went full force into my corrective work twice a day five days a week, no joke. And within four months, I had 80% of my range of motion back and I was pain-free. And then became the go-to for injuries and we trained everybody we could in how to assess injuries in the and then correct through. And uh, it, it just changed the trajectory of my career. It really nurtured how I already trained. And so being able to have this conversation with Gray was very special to me. I was able to thank him now, having had thanked Lee, I was able to actually thank him and then have an actual conversation with him about injuries, about training, about functional movement, about the information. And Gray Cook literally deals with the Navy SEALs and NFL players. That's what he does. So yeah, he's, he's a teacher, he's an instructor, he is a CSCS, he is a PT, he is a everything <laughs> when it comes to functional movement and training and athletic conditioning gray cook is the dude and he's done so much work in the field and continues to educate and his conversation was so profound for me really i cannot wait for everybody to listen to it especially because he comes from speaking to pros so he'll speak to fms pros like yours truly on a regular basis and he we bring this to you guys so exactly what i tell you all the time you know, what I do is really in professional sports and I choose to work with local athletes because I want to give you the information that these professional athletes have so that you guys can get better care and take care of yourselves better and get good information to like be able to be active the rest of your life. And here is the guy that literally created one of my biggest expertise and he's now going to talk to you also. And so we have a really cool conversation. And just one of the one of the comments he says is, um, it's easy to say I've got a knee problem. It's hard to say I've got a technique problem and my form is poor. It's easy to farm out a body part, but when it's in, way, in a way that you're behaving, you have to own that. And that just speaks to everything that he does and a lot of what I do. And some little information about me, I don't look online for anything. I don't look for people i even as a dance teacher i never watched music videos i don't want to copy anybody's anything so everything you get from me is really our own stuff we create we've been creating our own moves our own programming our own sequencing since we started and i'm very specific about it and i really do develop on bodies so when i hear gray saying things that i say having never heard him say that it was really awesome to hear that and it was it was very it was much of a like almost like a kinship if you will so it was really awesome and so we dive into being able to take ownership and i think that would be it's good to say that that was a baseline of the whole conversation really taking ownership of your body and what it can and can't do and even it does talk to trainers out there. So I know a lot of trainers follow me and I would love for you guys to listen to this because there is a lot of people out there that claim to have functional movement that I know, I know personally several people that claim they have it and I know for a fact they don't. So it's really important to um, make sure that you're 
people have the right certifications that they're saying they have, that they're not lying about it. Because when we're talking about things like correction, imbalances, body patterns, movement patterns, you can really, really hurt somebody. And that's something I'm very passionate about. I've spent years and years and years in this with consistent education and thousands and thousands of case studies to know what I'm talking about. So when someone just thinks they could just grab something off of YouTube and all of a sudden they're an expert, it's completely not only false, but it's a high risk of injury to injure somebody else, not only yourself, but somebody else. And so that's something I'm really passionate about and I do bring that up with him. But I'm just to digress because we know I can do that easily. The trainers that follow me and professionals that follow me, I'm eager for you to listen to it because he does talk to you guys as well in terms of knowing your limits, which I talk about a lot too. And he talks about being able to take ownership and where you are, where your expertise or knowledge begins and ends and what to do with it when it doesn't, who to refer to, know how with level of understanding you have of the body and where that goes and know when to refer. And the reason why he even got into it, he talks about it. He was a physical therapist. He is a physical therapist. And he talks about how there are holes in the system and he wanted to fill that hole. He talks about the purpose of it. And it's because he wanted to take ownership and being better to his athletes, which is exactly what I, we do here and I do. And that's what we want to bring to you guys. And really taking ownership in your body's limitations and also the progression. I talk about that a lot. When you are in pain or in an injury and it's getting better and you can't admit that progression, whether that's fear-based, whether that's something emotional, that's whether it doesn't matter at some point when that is happening. There are reasons that would matter, but in this conversation with Gray, it's really it really doesn't matter. What matters is you have to take ownership, good, bad, or indifferent. Whether you're doing well or doing bad, you have to take ownership of that. So it's just as bad to not take ownership of doing bad as if you're not taking ownership of doing well. They're equally not okay. They're equally going to give you a negative response, a negative result. And he talks about that and making sure that the body is really taking the time to break it down and listen to it. And that's what we do naturally here and then FMS really nurtures that and the functional movement systems it's a system people think that it means uh, s uh, something else but it's uh, functional movement systems is the actual program that's what it is and it's a whole system approach to it that's why head to toe from how the body starts to move and where it goes with athleticism and being able to take ownership of like your form is just really bad if you can't admit that you really just can't do a squat, then that's a problem. And that's an ego. And good luck with an ego with athleticism because it's gonna, it will hurt you. The place, the most honest place an athlete can be is in the workroom, in the workout room, in the conditioning room with your trainer, with your, with your specialist. It's there, there's no way you can't be honest there because our movements are going to show what your body can and can't do. Like, can you do a basic squat? He talks about that. You ha and we'll make you honest. The, the work makes you honest. And any run pain-free person will tell you that. There's a lot of things that they didn't know their body was doing or wasn't doing, and the work revealed it. I don't need to point out where your flaws are because it's information. And again, if you're thinking about it as a flaw, or as a weakness, that's an ego. That's ego talking. That doesn't exist when it comes to movement. It either is or it isn't. 
and we remove all of that and that's how you're able to take ownership of it if you can't really squat well you just can't squat well there's a function issue that needs to be addressed it's not to be sitting there and say oh my god oh woe is me i i can't believe it I, no that's a literally a waste of energy that we need that energy to go into fixing it not to sit there and cry about it that's just not what that's what we don't do that here go through the emotions while you're working go through the emotions while you're getting better and notice you're getting better. So with the functional movement systems, there's a scoring system. There's a screen, functional movement screen. And so a lot of FMS people are, the first level is they know how to screen. The issue with that is there's another level to that and that's being able to correct and create programs off of those screens. What, what those movements score become information for the trainer and then they then use that information to create a program to properly address those imbalances and dysfunctions and so if you are just one the baseline level you actually don't have the education to correct that and so there becomes that misinformation as well so again be very aware of who you're dealing with and what levels they have because levels matter in this business it's unfortunate that you can just get something online and think that you know everything. It's unfortunate because that's how a lot of people get hurt and probably what lends to 80% of runners being injured, which we also talk about with Gray. That's a huge number and that's pretty much unheard of in athletics. If any, if any sports baseline was 80% injury rate, that's not going to last very long, but that's a local, that's, that's a local, that's a local runner number. Professional runners aren't at that percentage. It's because it's such a global community and so many people do it and don't treat it like an athletic event, which it actually is. And so we talk about that movement system and how to address that. And I talked to him about how I say, if I correct a runner, I correct a human body. I make a more human body optimal. And we talk about that because it keeps the body honest. The body reveals everything that's wrong when you're running because it's just fast walking, which is basic human function. And so the conversation is extensive. It's extremely informational. I really, really had such a great time talking to Gray. I could have talked to him for probably like five hours <laughs> because it was so awesome to chat with him. And then we even go back and forth with athletes that he deals with because a lot of these professional athletes, he's screened. He's gone over all of their mechanics, professional athletes that he'll talk about on, on the interview. And a lot of you guys will have fun listening to me question some things, you know. And it was awesome to be able to have the level of information I have now to go back to him. And he was like, wow. He's like, that was 100 years ago that you, you did that rollout. Yes. And I'm glad you understand that because we're one of the first. You know, we are the first that rolled this out at, at, a, at a normal person or civilian person, rather, level and not professional athletics. So I was very happy to speak with him. And it was super, super informational. And I know a lot of you guys are going to get a lot from it, specifically listening to my podcast that I talk about being honest with where you're at being honest with your own athleticism being honest with your body good or bad if you're getting progressive and you're doing well admit that you need to admit that to create a new standard for yourself and that's really all about the honesty I used to get big-time crossfitters way back at Equinox right after we became the go-to's for injuries and that's my first set of injuries were runners and crossfitters and I would get so many CrossFitters who could not do a body weight squat. They just couldn't do it. They would score terribly on the FMS screen because they didn't have the hip mechanics to do it. And there was a level of dysfunction happening in the franchising of that system, which 
I actually can tell you, Gray did a YouTube with CrossFit about that. So, and that was years ago because of the dysfunction. And because again, we are a part here at Run Pain Free as a part of FMS, we are a part of that community that is about getting rid of things that are hurting people and addressing things that are hurting people and making them better. And so that's just the part of the lineage of FMS and who he is as a person. It was just awesome to talk to him about that specifically and get to dig into him and go back and forth with some things. But when, again, when someone is like tossing weight or can, or is a winner at CrossFit games of some level or some type of a championship in that way, and then you come to me and you can't squat, what do you get? You can't get mad. You just can't squat the body tells it to you so we keep that's the way we keep you honest without going up having a back and forth banter or there's no pointing fingers there's no ego involved it's not to make anybody feel bad and actually no athlete ever feels bad they're quite surprised they're like oh my god like i deadlift 400 pounds but i can't do a squat mm-hmm 100 and then you wonder why your back hurts and then, then we have that conversation. It's to keep the body honest. And so that's what he's talking about. It's really hard to have to address behavior. And it's really, movement patterns are, are built behavior. They're conditioned behavior. So when your body, when you're seven, eight, nine years old and you're a soccer, you know, soccer player or you play basketball and you get injured at that age, 12, 13 years old, you're not corrected because people rely on your youth. And so then you develop with that level of dysfunction you have and whatever injury that was, your body continues to grow and develop in that dysfunction. And so then now you're in your 20s and 30s and you're doing like local competitive athletic events and then you just, you get more and more into it in your 40s and there's a lot of 50s that start to run and start to get active in their 50s and you have all these aches and pains that you have no idea why. It's because of what happened way back then. And functional movement really is how to dig into that. And we've taken that at Run Pain Free and just really honed in on it and ripped it apart and really opened it up like Pandora's box and we really, really focused on it here. And so that's what keeping somebody honest is and what Gray's talking about. Being able to just give you the motion and let your body tell you. I do that to people all the time and that's just natural for us here. And every runner who's come through the program will tell you that, that I feel what Jessica is saying. If you've been to our events, if you've watched the live stream of our events, I show you, I tell you, I talk to you, and then you do the work and you see everybody feeling what I've said. That's the difference. It's not about pointing fingers out. It's never about belittling. It's never about saying, hey, you're weak. And I've been known to say, no runner is weak. You gotta be kidding me. You guys do amazing things. You're just in dysfunction. And people laugh and say, well, how, what's, what's worse? Weak is worse. <laughs> weak is worse. At least in dysfunction, you're trying to do something, but you're just dysfunctional. Because as soon as I make you functional, you're strong as hell. The weakness, that's be someone who just sits there and does nothing. That doesn't describe you, right? You guys run for days, you run for hours. That doesn't describe you. No runner is weak. No athlete is weak. No person who's trying to get up and be active is weak. You wouldn't be doing that if that was the case. That doesn't even apply to you. And I may say your feet are weak, but that's because you listen to this crazy stuff in the streets and in media and your friends and all this stuff and you put stuff on your feet that makes your feet deconditioned. But other than that, no runner is weak. You're just in dysfunction. And that's what we talk about, being honest. You have to be honest with yourself because it's a behavior that you've developed and built to be in compromise of your body being in dysfunction, your body being in pain. Your body will do so many amazing things to not let you feel pain. And when you start feeling pain, I tell you, 
That's because it's been happening and your body is conking out now. Your body is conking out. So you have to own wherever your body is. And what the systems do is reveal any disruption in your system, in your system. And there is a lot of conversation about fascia, a lot of conversation about the movement patterns and how that works together. And really what even an outlier is. So an outlier in, in athletics is, you know, you know, how many runners do you know that just say they just get up and they go and they run, they don't have to prep anything, they don't do anything. They preach that they don't stretch, they preach that they don't foam roll and they're totally fine and you actually believe them. That would be technically an outlier, but don't believe that. Don't believe that. They're not just getting up and going and not feeling anything. That maybe is few and far in between and maybe you had a day or two that that happened. That's great, good for you. A, it's not ideal. It's not even realistic because you're demanding a lot of activity on your body and the body is going to conk out eventually. You know, the whole beginner's luck type of thing. You know, when you do something the first time, you do it really well and you go back and do it the second time, it has no idea what you just did. That's, that's kind of, it's, that, that's relative to, oh, I just got up and ran and I'm fine. It's really not something that was going to be happening all the time. And the fact that you think that that's what would happen, I don't know where that comes from. No athlete ever would say to you, I'm not going to get up, I'm not going to work out, I'm not going to foam roll, I'm not going to prep my body, and I'm going to go play a football game. Ever. That would never, ever, ever happen. No runner would say that. No Olympian would say that. No professional sprinter would say that. Nobody would ever say that. So that's not realistic. I don't know where that idea comes from. It's... I get, I get the idea of just getting up and going. I, I, I get that. But I want to give my body the best opportunity to perform in the most pleasant, enjoyable way. And making my body operate without any preparation is not going to result in an enjoyable thing. It's not going to give me an enjoyable result. So stop thinking like that and start respecting your body's ability to be able to run and prep for it. It's very simple. Prevention is the best correction. And if you give your body what it needs and you're honest with your body and what it needs, these things don't happen. And or you're able to catch things way ahead of them becoming something really big. That's what being honest is about. And Gray talks about that extensively. And he gives a lot of examples. And he gives a lot of professional athletic examples that he's dealt with and that he deals with on a regular basis and how the bodies change and our knowledge changes and how science doesn't like things that are messy and movement is messy and so we have to bridge that gap and that's something that I talk to you about that I do as a person who's been trained in this at extensively very focused in FMS and in how I train naturally and my biomechanics background, putting that all together to create the run pain-free system and the run pain-free program rather. I'm being also an injured person. I come from a place of knowing what it feels like to have those injuries, knowing what it feels like to not be able to move for a year and a half and then having a year and a half between being injured and starting my programming of correction and how much grit I had to go through for that. That's why when I met Lee, when I got in that training room with Lee, he named me a national expert. He spotlighted me as a national expert for FMS because I was an expert that was injured that used it and he hadn't talked to anybody yet that had done that yet. And that was back in 2007, 2008. So we're going on years here. So when I say I've had 80,000 hours, I'm really being nice. 
um, <laughs> both documented. So I've, I've really done, done this day and night, night and day since that moment and um, since 2006 around. And it's just really nurtured that. And Gray really comes in with that background and that baseline of what they are trying to do, what their purpose is, what, the, what problems they were solving with creating the system and how they really nurture pros to take it and create. And that's exactly what we do here at Run Pain Free. So go get your Marathon Training Summit ticket, marathontrainingsummit.com. Make sure you're following us at Run Pain Free underscore Academy and at Run Pain Free on IG. And make sure you're getting the all access pass. It's where all the advanced sessions are, where they're giving you how to's and the expert tips to all the information they give you in the entire interview. Go and get it. It's an exceptional interview. I'm very proud. I'm very honored to have spoken with Gray Cook. He is someone I highly look up to. I look at him as a mentor. So I really am excited for all of you and anybody who's on here that's a pro or a trainer. I, I, really, am, I really am looking forward to you listening to him as well. MarathonTrainingSummit.com. Go get your ticket. You're listening to the Run Pain-Free Podcast, brought to you by the Run Pain-Free Academy. Featuring biomechanics, athletic injury correction, and conditioning expert, Jessica Marie Rose Leggio. Subscribe to us as you leave a positive review on iTunes.